0: Hi oh, folks. How are things? Good, good. Or bad? I don't know actually whether you responded positively or negatively there, but I'm going to assume you're good. And if you're not good, I hope you're feeling better. Welcome to podcast Today for June 6, 2016. We had news today that Superman is alive and well in the DC television universe. He's going to be introduced into Supergirl, which I think is pretty cool. Because we had the, the garbage fire that was my Man of Steel and... <laughs> I kind of liked Man of Steel at the time. i would grown to sour on it because of what it did to Superman and who Superman is. But we did have the, the, the pure dumpster fire that was Batman versus Superman and the horrible representation of Superman within that film where they muse on the nature of superheroes and whether or not they actually have value and then their solution to that was just blow some stuff up. That's what you do when you meditate on a, an important theme. Just abandon it and blow things up. Because why not? But DC's film universe isn't the only place you can see DC's characters. There is comics, but eh, who cares about comics? They only use comic stars for plots for films. (laughs) 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 Comic fans will eat me alive for saying something like that. No, there is the DC television universe, which is ever-expanding, expanding more and more almost by the minute rather than the year. There's, what, four shows now? There's five even. Arrow, Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and then kind of existing in its own little pocket in the corner. Gotham. I've watched some of all of those shows. A lot of some of those shows. I watch every episode of Flash, which is a really good show when it doesn't get bogged down in melodrama, because Arrow is particularly bad for melodrama. But when they get super serious and heavy, it's just just not fun. I want Flash to be bouncing around and energetic and humorous and enjoyable, because it kind of represents the Flash character more than it represents. It kind of makes sense for Arrow, because Arrow is brooding and angry all the time. There's some birds in the background. Not sure Can you hear them, not sure if they're being picked up on the microphone, but if you can, add the ambient noise. I could close the window, but I don't want to. But it makes sense for Arrow to be brooding and angry, because he's always brooding and angry, and especially Stephen Amell's Arrow is just like, Everything is terrible. Why am I always so mad? Whereas Flash should be bubbly and energetic and fun, and when they kind of double down on tiny, wimey silly nonsense, doofery, Flash works an awful lot better than they do when it's super serious things are happening. Though this recent season kind of went back over a lot of plot points the first season did. It's like, guys, new ideas. We don't need more time travel and people who aren't the people we think they are, but they are some other people and people who are taking people's identities. Those are the same plots in both seasons. That's just like, guys, no. No. But when there is time travel and just weird, wacky wonderfulness that comes with time travel, that's when Flash works. Then there is Gotham, which I bought some of and got bored because it it comes with the inherent problem of origin stories, or extended origin stories anyway, or prequels, where they're basically hinting at things to come without ever doing anything in their own right. It's like, ooh, it's the Joker. Ooh, it's the Penguin. He's going to become Penguin someday. But you're just sitting there going, well, what are you doing? What are you saying about any of this? You're just introducing characters that will become batman villains but what are they in this universe and why should i care about them in this universe as opposed to just being ooh, teasers of things that come in different properties <laughs> i want to know what's in your property i watched a bit of arrow i think i got eight or nine episodes into arrow where i i kept track of the numbers of arrows per episode as my basic metric of whether or not the show was any good and the the obviously the less arrows per episode the less enjoyable that episode is i think that's a general fair rule when criticizing arrow the show is called Arrow. It should have a reasonable number of arrows, but it's it just it's too brooding and serious and angry. And I've watched some other recent episodes, and I know I'm jumping in in a period where I've gotten very little setup, but it just seems they've gone off the rails. The Lazarus pits and resurrections and frickin' ninja cults. I'm like, what is even happening? Why is all of this so serious and not silly? Because comic comics are kind of inherently silly. You can do the brooding, heavy, serious stuff, and that's fine. But I think the Adam West Batman is the best representation of superheroes. It's just, this is silly, and it's fun, and we're going to embrace that. And you can make other things, and I'm perfectly happy for other people to make other things, and I I encourage it, because I don't like the same people making the same things. I've said that plenty of times. I like different people making different things. But, my cup of tea, fun, light, bubbly, entertaining. Speaking of, Supergirl, which is where we've been building to. Actually, no, we'll do DC's Legends of Tomorrow first. We'll end on Supergirl. DC's Legends of Tomorrow is basically a spin-off of both Flash and Arrow, using a bunch of other characters and villains and time-travelling. It's Doctor Who with DC superheroes, basically, or well, lesser-known DC superheroes. Who knows who Captain Cold is? Except Wentworth Miller, who's amazing as Captain Cold. There is no pun he will not throw out. He's basically a better version of the Batman and Robin Mr. Freeze. And I love Batman and Robin. That film is amazing, if you don't think it's amazing, you have a problem. Ooh, it's camp. It is. <laughs> it doesn't pretend it's not. It has bat nipples! What more do you want out of a Batman film than bat nipples? But DC's Legends of Tomorrow, it's hokey, it's silly, it's kind of over the top and goofy. It, it works and it doesn't work, depends basically on the episode. But Supergirl, we've we've been building to Supergirl, because Superman next year will appear in the first two episodes of Supergirl. Superman is officially being introduced into the DC television universe, which is actually something I really like. If you're going to have these two separate universes, don't neuter one for the sake of the other. You know, let let the the C-dub... Let them do do the best they can. And I assume this will be the prelude to a new Superman TV show. I'd be surprised if it isn't. There's very little point in casting a Superman for two episodes of Supergirl. And they're doing a giant crossover between Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. And I assume now Superman will be in that crossover. So they're going to do basically their own little Justice League on TV, which is neat. But if you never watch Supergirl... And actually, I, I'd recommend if you are to watch any episode of either Flash or Supergirl, watch the episode of Supergirl with the Flash crossover. That is just a pure 40 minute piece of delight it is utterly just colorful and bright and bubbly and entertaining and that's what supergirl is it it does and it doesn't try to be dark or gritty it's occasionally serious and you know supergirl questions whether or not she can do what she's trying to do and she has crises of confidence and, and evil things trying to stop her but generally the tone is light it's energetic it's we're just here to have a bit of fun that's the point of our superhero show i'm really excited to see that they're not kind of cutting off the legs of the the tv universe to protect the films you know we can't give them batman or superman because they're the film characters because smallville ran for 10 years on tv and fair enough that was technically never superman he was always only clark kent in that show until the very 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 end but it shows they were willing to put the the superman character on tv before and they're doing it again because he was in supergirl in the background he was never shown she contacted and engaged with him here and then by like email and text but he's officially showing up And I assume this will be a prelude to a TV show. I wonder if they start a Batman TV show. I hope they do. If you're going to do two universes, do it right. Don't half-ass it. C-Double will officially be the home of just every DC Comics character known to man. It's going to be an Aquaman show and a Green Lantern show. (laughs) Though I think those would be harder to do on a television budget. (laughs) So yeah, I was happy to see that news. I'm happy to see that Superman is coming to Supergirl, and I assume eventually his own show. What do you think? Do you watch any of these shows? Do Do you disagree with my assessment of Arrow just being total lunacy nonsense? Hit me up on Twitter, at A G A or E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on SoundCloud, or like, or follow on SoundCloud, whatever the SoundCloud word is. You can find me on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.